hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin, joined by my co-host, Lee and Brandon. How are you guys doing today? Oh, dude, it's been amazing. Uh, 2021 now. Yeah, happy new year, guys. Yep, new year, new me. A friend of mine said, 2021, don't start nothing, don't be nothing, and it's already been starting, so. <laughs> yeah, 2021 has already been crazy in the first six days but uh even even before what happened the first six days uh in america there's something in the world that we want to talk about today that's kind of been the main focal point of 2020 and one of the main focuses on our show of course we're going to continue our COVID impact series they have come out with some vaccines and so the big question is you know who is able to take the vaccine? Is it safe? And there are some people out there who don't think the vaccine is safe. Well, in, in terms of like being safe, um, that is definitely, you know, your call. I personally think it is safe, uh, depending on where you live. I know we're going to get, we're going to touch a lot about depending on where you live, depends on how fast you can get it. But look, we have a vaccine. Uh, that is the light that we've been looking for all of last year. And, 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 and it's been rushed, you know, so a lot of people were kind of skeptical. I mean, Lee, I'm not for sure if you've seen on like social media, people who say if you get the vaccine, you might turn to like one of those like zombie eating people. Have you seen that? I'm, I'm pretty sure those people were referencing bath salts, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Man, remember bath salts? That was such a simpler time. It was so simple. People just... <laughs> If you eat the bath salt, they'll bite your neck off. But, you know, I don't think the COVID vaccine is going to do all of that. And we have a we have a guest today, an emergency uh, physician who's going to help us give us some answers and kind of clear up some false rumors, uh, some rumors about this vaccine. Because, I mean, we need to have it. You know, I've been skeptical myself. I mean, you hear how crazy it is and me being an overweight person and even having like you know bad sinus issues that the, the first cough that i get i get i start to freak out because i'm like i don't know if i'm about to get sick or not and so because i mean and, and, and it's it's perfectly fine because as of right now as we're recording this right now we are at 397,000 people dead in america from COVID 19. it's 390 it's almost 400,000. And then we're close to almost half a million. And I don't think that when this first started, you would actually think that in America that this would be the thing. Yeah, yeah that, that that's the thing about our country. We never think it can happen to us. Never. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, we're at an all-time high right, right now, even though uh, that's not a big discussion um, about the virus and how many are dying every day still. I uh, know we have a lot of other things that's being talked about, but this is we're still in the hot in the hot zone. Yeah, and, and I think that this this virus has been so politicized. And you know, with that being said, we do have a brand new administration coming in uh this upcoming Wednesday. And hopefully they can fix things and kind of get us on the right path because you know they said, well, it's the red states, it's the blue states. Well, looking at the stats right now, California has almost three million cases. Uh, Texas has 2 million, Florida, 1 million, New York, 1 million, Illinois, 1 million. So it's not just the red and blue states. If you go back to November, I'm pretty sure Texas and Florida were all uh, red states. So we have to stop politicizing this whole virus. And even with the vaccine, it's not because of Trump. It's not because of Biden. Like it's, it's, it's these are healthcare workers who are working days and nights and sometimes working like days straight through. I know my sister uh, has to work so many hours. So we're going to talk to a health expert and kind of, you know, clear some rumors up about this vaccine and should we take it or should we not take it? Make sure you stay tuned. We have our guests on the other side of the break. Vaccines are here. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but don't get sloppy. We still have to practice social distancing, play safe and be smart. The virus is still here and only high-risk workers will receive the first batch of vaccines. And you have to take two doses to get the full effect. So supply is limited. And remember, we're all in this together. And it shows when we stand hand in hand, making our dreams come true. 
Hey everybody, Lee here. And guess what? The reviews are in and the Straight Up Show podcast is a hit. Don't believe me? Well, listen to what one of our guest panelists, Dr. Monique Thompson, has to say. Listen, y'all listen in to Straight Up and support this podcast because I listened in before I came on the show. I liked what I heard. They're really focusing on keeping things real and being real with you. And I like that approach. So you guys support this podcast. So if you want to listen, donate to the show, have a subject idea, or even want to be a guest, just contact us at straightupshow at gmail.com. That's straightupshow at gmail.com. All right, so as we talk about it's 2021, we have been feeling the impact of COVID. And uh, today I want to talk to a very special guest. I'm told you I'm going to bring a doctor, man. Uh, please help me welcome Dr. Yvette McQueen. She is a global physician uh, on a mission to educate everyone about health. How are you doing, Dr. McQueen? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, no problem. Thank you for coming on our show and blessing us. You know, I know that you're, you're, you've been busy, busy, busy uh, with this whole pandemic on top of other things. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us. And we want to talk to you today and um, about the vaccine. But before we even get started about that, can you tell our listeners about, you know, you are a doctor uh, and you have an incredible history and story, but uh, tell people about you, where you're from and how long you've been in the business. So I am Yvette McQueen, MD, like you said, a global physician on a mission to educate about health, travel, wellness, and disease prevention. So I like educating the public about their health so you can actually be a participant in your health to live your best life. Emergency physician for the last 20 years, a travel doctor in which I travel around the United States and the Caribbean, mostly as a substitute doctor doing shifts in and out of hospitals. I'm also a best-selling author, along with I have a podcast, um, I have a telemedicine business, and I also do teaching in Rwanda and Tanzania and in East Africa, uh, Malawi. Uh, my church has been doing missions there for the last 20 years. Wow, and kudos to you for doing all of this. Uh, I like to see, I call it black excellence. And then, you know, just to see you as a doctor and you're traveling and giving teachings to Africa. Uh, we actually have a show about us, quote unquote, traveling to Africa to talk about the U.S., uh, well, especially Nigeria, about uh, SARS and what they're going through compared to our police brutality. And just to talk to people from Africa, Nigeria and Kenya, it is the passion there of Africans and how they, they want us to like be their brothers and like it, it was an incredible podcast. I can't wait for y'all to listen to it. Uh, but Dr. McQueen, like I said, once again, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. So um, I know you've been busy. It's been a busy, busy, busy year for you with this COVID-19. Um, if you don't mind, just tell us how has this year with COVID, uh, it hasn't even been a year just yet, but uh, March, it'll be a year since it's really impacted our country. How has this year been for you as a physician? Um, crazy, just like for everyone else. So um, I saw a little bit of it coming in January and February because I was actually in uh, Rwanda and I said, hmm, maybe I need to get back home and stop traveling. I traveled a little bit in February, but it really sparked my attention when I was watching in China and they built a hospital in two days. That let me know something was wrong. And of course, when we went in, in lockdown in March, the original lockdown, um, I had to actually stop traveling too because I go to smaller hospitals in rural America and they no longer could bring in um, other doctors. And some of the hospitals, I live in Atlanta right now, and they were like, wait a minute, you're a hot spot. We can't bring you in and you could possibly have COVID. So I actually um, went to just straight telemedicine for four months and not doing any jobs as far as traveling for four months. And then I started again. Yeah, it's been busy and hectic and um, it's definitely had an impact in my life of how I actually see patients. And uh, like I said, I, there, there cannot be enough thanks to you and your colleagues for being on the front line of all of this. I mean, my sister works in the ER and I, I've seen how tired she comes home. And uh, at the beginning, they actually put them in a hotel room across the street so they wouldn't go travel home far enough to come back and do their shift. Uh, and like I said, it, it can't go without just saying thank y'all so much. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because 
you, you can't say to everybody, of course, uh, but the ones that you do save while they work on the vaccine, uh, it, 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 you all should be rewarded or some compensated somehow, like automatic free trips and wherever you want to, or uh, a lifetime supply of Starbucks or something, because <laughs> y- you all deserve it. And um, I know, like I said, you can't say to everybody. I mean, how has this been on you mentally and seeing what you've seen? I mean, are you, I mean, how, how do you cope with that? Yeah, that's another issue that um, when we come to the other side of it, and we're not on the other side of it, people, we are not. Um, there's going to be a, a dramatic change, one, in our healthcare, and two, the staffing for healthcare, because some of us is definitely already experiencing PTSD. If you think about, you know, on my job as emergency physician, you know, I do see death, and sometimes I'm not saying I get used to it. I have coping mechanisms. But we usually we may see a death once a week, maybe twice a week. But when on a 12-hour shift, you see a total of deaths you've seen all year long, just on a 12-hour shift, that's impactful. And yes, some of us is not okay. And, and I, I appreciate you saying thank you. And we like that people say thank you. And, you know, because in the beginning, we really felt like we were not being supported, particularly by the administrations of the hospital and them telling us they didn't have enough protective gear for us and to reuse it. And we felt like our safety was putting on the line. We feel better now, um, but it's, it's definitely impactful. And I know, one, a lot of people have lost their jobs despite there being a shortage, or two, that after we go on the other side, there's a lot of people leaving medicine. So medicine's gonna look a lot different, uh, or the medical care, as you can see, like in California right now, they have to make a, a rationing of care, who gets care and who doesn't get care. And that's sometimes uh, skeptical, who are you choosing to let live and not live? Not, I, just to hear that, I mean, you can see my face right now. I'm just like, wow, this is, you know, the more you know. And um, with testing, I, I've been tested five times so far. Uh, I'm high risk, as you can see. Uh, and I've actually had a trach in my throat. You know, I had a trach for uh, issues that I have in my lungs. Wow. Uh, like mold poisoning. Uh, it's, a, it's been discussed in our podcast before. Um, but I've been tested and... I've been around people who have COVID, um, but the test, do you think they're accurate? Because I mean, right, even like as we speak right now, I've tested negative twice already in a week, in two weeks, but I still can't taste anything and I can't smell anything. So it's kind of like, you know, it, me as somebody who is high risk, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not coughing, I'm not sneezing and nothing like that, but it's just my taste and smell are gone. But I've had these, you know, you know, not to knock, uh, any kind of pharmacy, but I've had to do it yourself uh, test. You know what I mean? Like, so are the, are these tests as the false negatives and accurate or what do you think? Well, there are false negatives and false positives, but it is in the person doing the test. I will tell you that. So loss of taste and smell is kind of very um, significant to COVID. That, that because it's affecting your... Uh, part of your facial nerves. It's it's all about the tester. So the self-test, I'm I'm leery about them unless you are adamant about digging up in there because you got to get a good specimen. And most people who self-test is not going to cause themselves pain. So um, usually the PCR test is very, very accurate, uh, but it is about the how far you get up in and what swap. Now, uh, if you are still testing negative and you still have the symptoms, you might consider um, having the, particularly if it's gone on more than two to three weeks, consider getting the antibody test because that will t- tell whether you've actually been exposed to it or not. Okay. And people like me, I'm, I'm not really paranoid, but I'm like, I'm not going outside. I work from home. Walmart has delivery. I, I get my groceries delivered. So, I mean, I'm okay, but you know, uh, I'm not at the extreme levels, but I got people who will take care of me should I get that route. Uh, but I just making sure how people at the self-test were accurate and uh, things like that. So we're here now. It's 2021. Uh, December last year, they came out with the vaccines. Now, I, I work in media, and I'm hearing all kinds of things about this vaccine. So let's just start with what are the, the two vaccines that you know about and like, uh, what, what are they? What are the vaccines as of right now? 
Okay, the ones that are approved by the United States for emergency use, I will say that, because there are different ones internationally. The two are made by the two companies, Pfizer and Moderna. Both of them are what we call mRNA um, vaccines. Now, if you go back to biology 101, 9th, 10th grade, whenever you had it, you had a cell, like a nice little round thing, and inside is the nucleus with another little round thing that carries your DNA, who you are. The mRNA, what we call a mes messenger RNA, is actually basically like a coding or carrier. It has nothing, and I'm saying this ahead of time, nothing to do with your DNA. It doesn't touch the DNA. The messenger RNA actually tells us about proteins and like how to build proteins. So the, this vaccine is, didn't, wasn't just discovered, well, I say the vaccine for COVID SARS-2, that's COVID-19, but SARS-2 messenger RNA, they've been studying it for 10 to 12 years. So if you think back to the MERS, Mediterranean, the SARS, because it's all a group, that happened 10 or 12 years ago and they start studying. They also tried to make a messenger RNA for um, Ebola also, but it didn't work. So they've been studying the makeup of the mechanism of the messenger RNA for years, okay, for years. They finally said, oh, we have COVID-19. We, one, we now have money because people are throwing money at them for, for research. Two, they have a large population. Usually studies are about, you know, hundreds of people or four or 5,000 people. Each of them had, one of them had 30,000, another had 40,000. This is a time they had lots of people they could actually put in their study to see if the vaccine works. So, and when they said fast tracking, I know that's gonna be the next question, the fast tracking. So as they started to make it and went through its phases, the fast tracking means that they basically cut the red tape. It's things that could have been done. Cause usually it's like, oh, let's do phase one. Let's wait six or eight months. Okay, now we got a little bit more people. Phase two, let's wait another year. Let's do phase three. Okay, FDA, can we talk to you? Oh yeah, we'll put you on your calendar for eight months for now. And that's usually how it does. And that's why it's stretched for years where right now they're like, we got phase one done, here's phase two. We got more people, let's do phase two and phase three at the same time. And they did, and then they was like, FDA was like, yeah, you wanna meet with me next week? <laughs> so that's what the fast track is, that they wanted to get it out as soon as possible. They still followed the same guidelines they normally do in making a vaccine. And like I said, this vaccine has been studied for 10 to 12 years. They just cut all that red tape in time. So, this, and this op with Operation uh, Warp Speed, right? Is that what it's called with the administration? Okay. Uh, just throwing it out there. I have to give credit, I guess. Uh, but this vaccine, so you have Moderna and you have uh, Pfizer. Um, now, what's the difference between the two? Well, the, both of them are coding for the spike protein. So you ne don't get any live virus. You don't get any dead virus. You don't get any of the virus. It's just the coding or, or the message of the protein. So uh, when, you put it, when it goes in your body, your body or your immune system say, hey, that's foreign to me. Let me make antibodies to it so that if I see it again, we'll attack it even stronger. So the difference between the Pfizer and the Moderna is basically storage, which has nothing to do with the population. The Pfizer has to be stored at super zero, sub-zero temperature. And that's why certain facilities only can have it because regular community hospitals or pharmacies don't have those type of freezers. The boosters, the two shots in between the two shots are 21 days. The Moderna can be uh, at regular freezer temperature and the two shots are 28 days between. So, uh, and, and with your administration in your, in your office, you, you all are giving out both of them, correct? Or? Okay, so once again, I'm not in office, I'm in emergency room. Sorry, emergency room, sorry. That's okay, and, I, and I'm not connected with any specific hospital. So mm -hmm. I travel around the country. So uh, when my friends start getting like, you know, like I have friends that work for the hospitals here and, they, and the hospitals start giving out. The first one out was Pfizer because it was, it was approved or emergency approved, uh, I think 10 days before Moderna was. Okay. So Pfizer was one out and my, I was like, 
I had vaccine envy. I'm telling you, I had vaccine envy. My friends were showing their pictures and their cards. I was like, I want it, I want it. And I was on the phone for like three hours with one of the health departments trying to get a, a, an appointment. And I had to drive two hours to actually get my vaccine. Right. Because I was like, I want this, but I couldn't find it anywhere because since I wasn't connected to the hospital. So I got the Pfizer and then a week later, Moderna came out. And that's the one that's out a little bit more because one, it has more doses in the vial. And then two, um, like I said, it can be stored at a regular freezer and it actually lasts longer. It can let once it's opened, it can last for 30 days. Um, so that's the ones they probably going to do the mass production out to. So, yep. So and so you you prefer you would say that Moderna is the one that people maybe should take or at this point it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's going to be where, whatever facility you go to, uh, what they have, what choice they have. I'm just saying that Moderna is probably going to be more frequent than the Pfizer. They're both out there, and you really don't have a choice to say Pfizer Moderna because they're like this is what we have. Take it or leave it. Yeah, and I mean you're there for a reason anyway. If you get there. So if you get to that point, so I mean, you really can't argue with them. And so just to clarify, as like one of the pretty, thing, pretty sure you've heard like, oh, it's just like the flu is going to just put the infection into you. So that that narrative is false, correct? Just making sure. Very false. Very false. There's no virus attached to the vaccine. No virus attached to the vaccine. Okay. And so you've already had your first shot and you said 21. Day. Have you had your second one yet or? Tomorrow. Yeah. Mara. Okay. All right. So let me get second one. Yeah. Like I said, I've been seeing so many, uh, you know, healthcare workers so proud to get their shots and, you know, just like it, it circles back to where you don't feel like you were taken care of in the beginning. It's like a weight off my shoulder. I feel I, it's protective. I know I still have to wear the mask. We still have to wear the mask uh, for now. Um, but I just feel a little bit more protective. Yeah. And I'm glad they got it for you all. And we're going to talk about who is eligible for this vaccine on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. We are here with Dr. Yvette McQueen. Thank you so much for coming in. Stand by. We have more with her on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. A lot of people ask us, what is Straight Up? What is your show about? Well, this world has many voices and we all share this space together. But we have our own opinions and our own identities. But before I answer that question, let me ask you. What does being straight up mean to you? I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest. And that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. Unique answers, right? That's why our show is different from any other show that you ever listen to. We embrace the uncomfortable conversations. We accept those who are different from us. But most important, we learn from each other. So join the conversation. But if you do, there's only one rule to our show. You gotta be. All right, so we're back. Today, we're celebrating our healthcare workers. You know, we're slowly feeling the impact of COVID-19, but I see the light at the end of the tunnel. We got this thing going. And we have our special guest, Dr. Yvette McQueen, all the way in the ATL. Good friend of mine so far, becoming a good friend of mine. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And we're talking all things about the vaccine, Moderna and Pfizer, as of right now. Uh, you know, with the Operation Warp Speed. Uh, Warp Speed. Uh, so, Dr. McQueen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And so, we're going to get dive back into it. You know, tomorrow you get your your second dose of the vaccine. Uh, you're covered. You're okay. Uh, so, of course, like you said, the supply is limited right now. And uh, we're at a state of emergency in everywhere, not just in America, but all over the world. So, with these vaccines... 
who would you say are some of the people that need it the most outside of the healthcare workers? Well, right now, as of today, they actually opened it up a little bit more. Um, so the people that's covered are able to obtain a vaccine are healthcare workers, uh, 65 and older, uh, anyone with, uh, they say, any uh, uh, health problems, two or more, like if you have hypertension, diabetes, or, you know, uh, COPD and heart disease. Um, so those are the ones that can take it right now. So like people like me who is overweight, so I'll be qualified to get one? Yes. And um, is, this, is this like a charge for people or is it like first come first? So how does this work? No, so uh, the, there's no charge because the government has subsidized for the vaccine. The problem is the distribution and finding an availability. So mo they're telling most people to call the health department uh, and you can check the health department for the state, the health department for your county. Uh, you can always go to, um, there's like COVID locations or COVID vaccine locations. And you have to either sign up or by phone. A lot of people, I mean, like one of the counties here around Atlanta, their, their internet crashed because so many people were trying to sign up today. So, and there's lines of it. Um, so, but that's, they prefer you to make an appointment so they know they have enough because there's been places people line up, there's thousands of cars and they only have 900 doses that day <laughs> available. So um, that's how you can find out about it. Okay, so like the CVSs, the Walgreens, and trust me, I, I know how, I know, I'm in Dallas, so just to see these lines, and it, it is like, wow, people are really just, you know, it because there's so many people who talk a big game outside of like their homes, but then at home, they're like, I'm really scared about it. And I have so many friends uh, who are mostly conservative uh, that, that still think to this day that it's not a real disease or a real virus. And I've seen, I'm not calling any names, I've seen people who've actually received, who actually got COVID, was hospitalized for it, and they still think it's not real. And I'm like, just, you know, it, 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 it's real, you know. And I'm not, not, don't know about you, but I've had, I think, five family members last year die of COVID. And oh, wow. yeah, and, and it's like, you know, it's, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm like hunkered down at home, you know, uh, giving more attention to the podcast. But, uh, and I'm not the only one, though. There's so many people out there who really are scared of this virus. Like, you know, I got people that said that they hit me up and asked me questions. Like, I know you said that people who have, like, heart disease, but uh, someone that has, like, a pacemaker, uh, would they be, they yeah. should take the virus, right? Even though the pacemaker and people that say if, like, they've already had COVID and they already have the antibodies, would they be people yeah. who still need to take the uh, yeah. vaccine as well? You can still take the vaccine okay. even if you've had COVID. Now they say if you have an actively disease right now, maybe wait two or three months. It's been shown that the coronavirus in previous times, the, and you do have antibodies, but they may be weak antibodies and they only last about three to four months. That's why they still suggest you still take the vaccine. Okay. And so like, say if like case in point at this time, like, I also have like bad sinuses too. So I don't know if it's a sinus infection either, but say if like right now, uh, what I'm experiencing, I do have COVID-19. So you saying maybe wait two or three months to take the, the vaccine. Yes. Is that what you're saying? So even though that it, it, it turns fatal, the, the, the vaccine wouldn't do anything to me at all. Or Not what? right now because the vaccine, even though, the vaccine needs, uh, so the reason you get two doses of the vaccine, because the first dose, you have it, and within 10 days, somewhere around the 10 days, you about covered 55%, they said, 50, 55%. The second booster, you still have to wait another 10 days to go to the full effectiveness of being covered about 95%. So that's why when they say, oh, someone got the vaccine, and then they got COVID two days later, they were already exposed to COVID. They already had the disease and it just all of a sudden showed up positive. It had nothing to do with the vaccine. Wow, okay. So, and right now I have a friend who I think that if I have COVID, he may have given it to me, but the weeks, I saw him three weeks ago, but we were together three weeks ago, but I ended up getting sick. And then he maybe texted me maybe two days later said that he has whole family has COVID. It's three week time period. That still wouldn't be, the way that I got it or he got it or, or is that, because they said 14 days, right? So is it is that just a 
uh, I guess, not really a real number, how people can get it to you, or I still could have been the carrier, or? Or, is it, or he could have been, yeah, he could have been carrier. So basically, um, if you're exposed to it, they say the symptoms typically show up uh, five to 10 days after you're exposed to it. And that's why they say if you're exposed to it, wait five to seven days before you test, because if you test too early, you'll be negative. So you usually wait five to seven days, get a test. Uh, I, seven day is the sweet, sweet one. So seven to 10 days, I say, get a test after you've been exposed uh, to see if you're positive or negative. If you're not gonna get a test and you've been exposed to someone that's definitely positive, it's just an arbitrary number that from other viruses that if you wait 14 days, it's probably run its course. That number is just arbitrary. That's not necessarily true. It's just been shown an average in previous viruses. But if you don't show symptoms within 14 days after being exposed to people and you don't want to take a test, then they assume you don't have it. So it can extend past 14 days. Yes, it can. Woo. Let me, let me call them right different. Everyone's let me, different. Let me, let me call him Mark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but him and his family are doing great uh, right now. Good. The vaccine itself, you know, like I said, people are scared of this virus. Uh, whether you want to be tough or not, this virus can make the strongest people weak, you know. Um, and of course, as we know, especially our, our community, the black community, black and brown community, we've uh, been struck the most. And we've been dealt a bad hand because, you know, uh, I, I take it back to where, like, it's already bad enough for us to get health care as it is and to even determine that if we have the virus. Uh, a lot of people, especially on my social media feeds and, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen it too, they're weary of taking this virus, uh, this vaccine, sorry. Um, what do you say to those people who are against the virus? Uh, and, I mean, you talked about it because of the previous way that how African-Americans have been treated when it comes to medicine, you know, a lot of people have been talking about the Tuskegee experiment. Um, but what do you say to those people, especially our community, about the risk and benefits of the, the, the vaccine and how not to be scared of it? Okay. So first of all, I tell people I'm not pushing it down their throat. I, t I educate you the plus and minuses of it and let you make a conscious decision. All I say is get the true facts. Um, Basically, I'm be honest with you. This is a, this is an honest podcast, right? Don't get your facts with someone that failed biology. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Get the true facts about it, and then make your decision about it. Um, yes, the brown and black community has had one. We have healthcare disparities. We, that's why we're more vulnerable because one, we're more vulnerable because of our healthcare. Um, our healthcare has not been taken seriously. We don't take our healthcare seriously. The access to healthcare is not available. We're the one more exposed because we're not the ones that can work from home. We're the front facing ones that are at the grocery store and the taxi drivers and all that. So that's why our numbers are even more increased. Now, when it comes to, and everyone wants to throw the Tuskegee experiment. Actually, that's not the only experiment they did on us back then. Everyone went, that's the one everyone knows about it. And the truth about the Tuskegee experiment, a lot of people want to say people were injected with the syphilis. That's not true. What it was is they studied the black males that had syphilis. And when they had the cure of the penicillin, they chose not to give it. So they chose not to give the cure for syphilis to, to see the effects. So it wasn't even giving us something. So giving us the vaccine is not anything like the Tuskegee. If they sat there and said, we're going to choose not to give this population a vaccine, then that would be the Tuskegee experiment that you would see. Also, um, there's other ones where they use, as uh, Henrietta Lacks, they use the female body um, during they did GYN experiments on her with no anesthesia and everything like that. It's, it's stories out there. So that's why I say it's not just a Tuskegee experiment. So if they withheld the vaccine for us, then I would start to worry. Second of all, do you know this vaccine was designed by an African-American woman? Oh. Yeah, the Moderna was. Moderna oh. one. 
Yes, it was designed, a PhD doctor. I can't call her name right now. But yes, the head doctor for the Moderna one was an African-American woman. Wow. So that should make us even more comfortable that uh, this wouldn't do it. Now, I've also heard uh, people say that they've taken the vaccine and they're experiencing you know, they're experiencing different symptoms. Like I had my healthcare friend, uh, she's a nurse. She said the worst thing she's had on both doses was just a sore arm, but that's any kind of shot that you get. But I've had people say, well, I have an allergic reaction to shellfish. And I think that taking that vaccine, it's amplified or something like that. Like, what do you say about people who are saying that this vaccine is making them turn into like walking dead creatures or whatever? Okay, yes, no, I got the vaccine and no, um, I don't want to buy Microsoft products and I don't hear 5G and I'm not about to go out in space and I'm not a groupie. So the symptoms you get from your vaccine is your actual immune response working. So you actually like, my immunity is actually working. If it didn't work, that should be a problem. So a lot of people have a sore arm. I did after mine, the next day I woke up, I had like, kind of a neck shoulder pain and I felt like uh, a little like I really don't want to get out of bed and I took a Tylenol and an hour later I felt better now the second dose some people are feeling more aches pains and fatigue and fever because once again it's your immune system working remember I said you get the shot and it gives it that coating for the protein to say it's foreign and so you have what we call b cells they like hey know this guy because when he shows up again we want to attack him so the second booster you get you're activating your immune system and the t-cells the b-cells hey t-cells remember okay t-cells come after them and say you don't belong about this block so we're gonna get a fever we're gonna bring all these inflammatory responses to get to beat you up basically so that is actually your immune system working and that kind of sounds like the shots I would get, you know, as a kid growing up, like kind of how the reaction, they would say, watch your kid overnight if they, you know, yeah. So I, I understand it now. I, it makes more sense to me, you know, so actually just hearing you say all this about the vaccine, at first I was a little skeptical. I was like, I don't know, you know, I don't know. But, you know, just to see how this virus is impacting the whole world, you know, not just America, the whole world and, you know, I think it's very important, especially me being overweight, to get the vaccine too. So, so just make sure I got this right. People who have like shellfish or peanut allergies, they can take the, the vaccine. They'll be okay, right? Right. People with allergies can take it unless you have allergies to the ingredients. So they do, when you go to vac- go get the vaccine, they give you like a three or four page or the people that's getting in the cars, they actually, you're downloading and looking at it before and they tell you the ingredients. So if you're allergic to any of the ingredients, which is the preservatives mostly, some alcohol, whatever, whatever, then you should not take it. If you, they're saying if you have a shellfish allergy, um, food allergy, allergy to other medications, that does not necessarily, you're allergic to the vaccine, that you, um, they're going to watch you longer. So when I get the vaccine, they watch you about 15, 20 minutes. If you have an allergy, they watch you longer, like 30 minutes. Now, if you have severe allergies to other things, you, you carry an EpiPen, some people carry an EpiPen, then they suggest you discuss it with your allergist, go over the list of the ingredients and uh, bring your EpiPen if you need to. Um, and some people um, have had, there's been like 0.01%, which is the normal out of a million people uh, that's had the uh, uh, reaction and they, they watched them for a while. They gave me some epinephrine, some steroids, and, and the reaction went away. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, Dr. McQueen. She is here dropping knowledge, and she's being straight up because she's, she's telling it like it is. And I love that. I'm glad that I chose you. And uh, just before we go any further, I, I actually met you through Clubhouse, this new app that's been going crazy this year. And I mean, just, just to kind of sidetrack right quick, how, how beneficial has that been able to, for you to get the message across about the vaccine and what you and your other colleagues who you may not know uh, go through this? Is it like relieving to see other physicians around the world talk about the same thing and kind of, you know, tug their coattails a little bit or what? Right. So some of me and what I call my super friends, which is like 10 other docs, we've been going on every Wednesday night. Um, to say this is a 
especially in our community. So we're trying to get our community. So these are all, you know, black doctors and we're telling whether they're natural. We have naturopathic, we have chiropractor, we have DOs, we have MDs, we have all type of doctors gamut. And we're just telling it like it is, like you say, and like you said, we're not trying to push it down your throat. We just want you to actually have the real information to make an educated decision about it. So yes, I've heard the negative and every now and then you, you get the people that want to come and just basically bite you. I mean, like, look, you're not going to beat me up for, for what I think. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you to accept it or not, but we're not, you know, you're not going to attack me for being a nerd and a scientist. <laughs> hey, I, I got a lot of love for you just for you to come on the show and being yourself and telling us that. Uh, before you go, uh, is there something about the vaccine that, you know, we don't know that maybe like, that's not really said enough about the vaccine or Anything else that you can tell us about the vaccine that I haven't discussed just yet? Let's see. Um, I think they've been very transparent, particularly you said the Pfizer and Moderna, which is um, allowed in the United States. Uh, the AstraZeneca, it has been approved in the UK and it should be coming soon here. I guess uh, in the beginning, there was an issue about the dosage. So people, you hear, oh, they didn't tell the whole truth. That's not true they there was a mistake where people a certain population of the uh the patients in the study only got half of the dosage and they didn't realize it so they had to backtrack stop it and come back and say okay we have to redo the whole study where everybody gets a full dosage um so astrazeneca should be coming up uh to the uh fda soon and maybe one or two months the next one out there is the johnson and johnson one uh, that should be coming up in April or May. Uh, they're still doing the study. Now, just because we start the vaccine is there, all these companies will be doing these studies for like two to three years. They're not just dropping you. You know, once the vaccine is out, they're still studying more because they got to study more like for pregnant women. They got to study for children. They want to, they're going to study these people one or two years out from getting the vaccine. So it's not, it's not over. Uh, the research isn't over. So for those who are sitting there who need who are eligible for the vaccine as of right now, so you you think it's best for them to hurry up and get it instead of just waiting to see what happens to other people? I would say we're trying to get uh, as many people vaccinated as possible because basically it, it reduces death. And if, if most of the brown and black people are 20% higher of, of dying from it, than everybody else, so you make your choice. My choice was, do I get the vaccine and have some little aches of pain, or do I get the, the, the virus and die? That's how I felt, and I'm yeah. just putting it blankly, because you know what, I don't wanna die, I don't wanna see my family die. And you know what the weird thing is too, I noticed, and they're offering it to 65 and above, those people are clamoring for it. My father, who's 87, he called me up and said, daughter, research and find out where I can get it as soon as possible. And that was even before they had approved 75 and up. So most of the people, older population that I know that 75 and up, they want it badly. All right. Y'all hear that. If you're eligible, go get it because you can save your life and you can prevent it passing on to someone else. So it's very important that you get it. Um, but one last question for you. It's 2021. COVID has impacted not only your career, but your colleagues as well and other healthcare workers. What do you see COVID playing a role in 2021, uh, what do you think? I think we're not going to come out of it until 2022, just because of people's behavior. Uh, one, you know, in the first sh shutdown, we opened too early. We opened before Memorial Day and everybody got out. If we had stayed past Memorial Day, we probably could have got it under control. And it seems with each holiday, it spikes more just like this one. Or if you look at the Alabama game yesterday and everybody yep. out there, people are selfish. I'm just telling you, people are selfish out there. And because of people's behavior and because basically pe people don't have, uh, I don't know if it's impulse control or lack of, you know, uh, uh, they want gratification now and they can't hold it back. You know, that I can't go out, I can't hang out. Um, it's going to be around for a while. And I work with a, a group of travelers. So, you know, I do travel medicine. I work with travel groups. And a lot of my travelers, they are sitting down. 
believe it or not, even though travel is a mental thing, you know, a lot of people need it for mental release, uh, but a lot of countries aren't letting us in or United States citizens in because of how it was actually handled here. So it's going to be around for a while. It's definitely changing life. And I, I say life is never going to be like you knew it before 2019. Yeah. And I was just going to say about the whole Alabama game last night. Like, this, this can't be real. It was real. And I tried to tell my friends who live in California, who live in Atlanta and New York. I'm like, think about where people come from. People come, when they come to America, they don't go to like Mississippi. They don't go to like, they go to, they go to Dallas, Houston. They go to Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York. They're coming internationally. So think about what you're doing. And if you're traveling and you're going from Dallas to this place, you're putting this out there and spreading it. And it just takes one cough. And one sneeze, and bam, here it is. It's a, it's like a wildfire. And so you have to be careful out there. Uh, if you are eligible to take this vaccine, get it. You heard it from Dr. Yvette McQueen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Before you go, tell us about how the people can reach you, how they can go to your podcast. Definitely promote yourself so we can hear more of the Black excellence as Dr. Dr. Yvette McQueen. Okay, great. Thank you. So once again, it's Yvette McQueen, MD. All social, uh, let's see, all social media, Yvette McQueen, MD, that's Y-V-E-T-T-E-M-C-Q-U-E-E-N-M-D. Now, actually, I have a freebie out there for you. So I have traveling during the pandemic. So if you want to consider traveling through the pandemic, I have a monthly guide that I update and you can get it at healthytraveltips.com healthytraveltips.com will tell you how to try travel healthy and safe during the pandemic all right you hear that dr mcqueen thank you so much for coming on the show of course we'll have all her links in the bio below dr mcqueen thank you so much and once again thank you to you and your colleagues for putting your lives at risk on the front line during this covid19 pandemic thank you Ciao. What's up, everybody? Brandon here with Straight Up. We want you to be mindful of the importance of wearing a mask out in public. We know it's uncomfortable, but believe it or not, you are saving a life. This virus has hit our community hard, and scientists are still looking for a vaccine. So wash your hands, practice social distancing, and most importantly, wear a damn mask. Here at Straight Up, we know that all lives matter. But historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message? End inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as nineteen ninety nine. Once again, thank you so much to Dr. Yvette uh, McQueen, uh, traveling emergency physician, for coming on the Shrap Show podcast. She gave us some great answers. Kind of, I hope she helped you all out out there who are listening because I mean we have to take this virus seriously. And you know, she has me motivated to go get the the vaccine. Uh, I don't know which one I'll get in my area, but whatever they give me, uh, I'm just gonna pray and say I hope that it helps me uh, combat the virus should I come in contact with it? Well, um, I think she kind of solidified the way what I was thinking. Um, I was already going to get it. Um, I just, I was in a rush to get it because I know so many, we are limited, especially in Louisiana. We're so limited of how many we have. Um, and you do have to take two. Uh, it's one of those things where I have a business. So even this short film, I have to shoot in April. I need to be aware of, you know, who I'm, protecting by me taking it uh alone and making sure i'm i'm good and uh covering my bases so i'm definitely definitely uh uh, helpful she helped me solidify my thoughts yeah i am super looking forward to it like i've already got bad problems with social anxiety and once the virus and everything kicked up 
that turned that knob on me up to 11. And I've, I've barely left my house this year because of it. And I am just really looking forward to like not being terrified to leave my house. Yeah, you and me both, man, because that's kind of how I've been, you know, and I know that, you know, I'm kind of, I think between the, the two of you, I'm probably at more risk than anybody else. So, I mean, I I was skeptical because, I mean, you, you, you hear stuff and even we even though we work in media, you know, we still kind of second guess what we hear on TV. And so you never know because things have been so politicized, but we don't want you to take this, you know, uh, virus lightly at all. And Brandon often, you know, talks about masking up and some people don't believe that masks work, but it does. I mean, it doesn't prevent coronavirus, but it does help the stop of it and then help people help, help your, your, the virus stop spreading and, you know, do your part. You're not doing it for me. You're not doing it. You're not doing it for yourself. Mostly it's for, it's for other people too. You may be healthy and shape, but you could carry this virus. Uh, and you know that we're 2021 now. We don't want to see any more people die from this virus because it's almost at half a million right now in America alone. Half a million people dead because of this virus. So you have to ask yourself, will you continue to buy in to what you see and hear from politicians? Or will you actually listen to those who are in the medical field like Dr. McQueen like the ones that my sister and those countless emergency room and health professionals who are working day in and day not day out to make sure that we're okay. And think about it, guys. These people are not only battling coronavirus, they're battling other health issues as well. So why would you want to make their jobs harder? Do your part. And if you're eligible to go out to get a vi- the vaccine, do it. Don't waste time because tomorrow may be too late. So we want to stop the show here and definitely want to give a big thank you to those who are out there working day in, day night to those healthcare workers, because you are the unsung heroes uh, for this COVID-19 pandemic. And we want to hear it straight up, definitely say thank you. And if you want to come on our show and talk about what you experienced, trust me, you can always come on our show. Until then, we want you to join the conversation. That is it right now. This is the very first episode of season three. Uh, we have a lot more. Com- we have a lot coming to y'all. Oh yeah, lots of fun stuff on the way. I, I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Yeah, when we the last you heard uh, from us, December we, <laughs> even though it's a holiday, we're still going in, going in with work, especially Calvin. So definitely can't wait to see what you all uh, think about uh, extra content coming. Till then, see ya. Yep, and then it's gonna be more edgy. We have more in-depth interview interviews, and we have a lot more music too. And you know, I push the button a lot. We're gonna push the button more than ever. And we have Christina coming on the show too. Don't forget about her. Uh, she's coming, and she's gonna give me a handful. But until then, make sure you go to our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S T R the number eight upshowpodcast.com. There you can look at the old shows. You can listen to the old shows, buy merchandise, and if you want to be a guest, you can sign up and talk to us and maybe give us a show idea and pitch it and we can be a guest in our show until then there's only one rule to our show is you gotta be straight up straight up